Welcome to the Florida Travel Pod, episode 63 about art and science museums in Florida. The Florida Travel Pod is a podcast to help Florida residents and visitors get more out of the Sunshine State. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. And this week we are sponsored by AXA Travel Insurance. AXA Travel Insurance is the number one travel insurance brand for 10 consecutive years. We've mentioned how important travel insurance is, and it's not just for flights overseas. You can use travel insurance domestically to help with baggage loss, cancellations, trip interruptions, emergency medical or evacuations. I've had to do that. (laughs) And so much more. You can get your no obligation quote by visiting floridatravelpod.com slash AXA. anyone knows about travel insurance, it's you, Tanya. It is me, yes. (laughs) But before we talk about museums, let's go into our Florida tip of the week. Christina, I wrote this out, but I know you're going to have a lot to say about this. When you are looking at museums, consider getting an annual pass to your local museum. Why? Oh, gosh, we traveled all over the country with our Science Center pass because we got in free or discounted to pretty much any science museum in any city all across the country. Yeah, many of them have what they call the reciprocal passes. That's the free or discounted admission to other museums. So sometimes it may be in in, and another piece of advice I have is sometimes it might just be a little bit more expensive to get a family pass that gets you in all year versus individual passes. However, you get like those family passes, you get all of yourselves, all of yourselves, all of you, all of you, all of you into the museum. (laughs) This isn't about grammar. Just speak it out, baby. Go. (laughs) I, you know, and I listen to that grammar girl podcast. So do I. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a good thing I'm not speaking on it, (laughs) but yeah, be sure to check out the, um, you know, the museum that you want to go to or local museums in your area. Um, check out their website to see if they offer those reciprocal, uh, discounted, passes. They're totally worth it. They're totally worth it. I can't stress that enough. Yes. Because like you said, you win everywhere. And no matter what museum you're going to, you still need to not forget your sunscreen. Right. Because sometimes these museums are outside. Yep. That's true. And even if they're not, you still have to be outside somewhere. So Christina, you put together museums. I did. And I looked at your list and said, whoa, that's a lot of museums. Yeah, there, that's a there's lot so of... many museums, so many museums. And so I said, okay, we've got to split this up. This is why we're talking art and science. And we'll have another museum episode coming up. Now, here's the thing about these museums, too. We've talked about a lot of them. This is a theme for us. We've talked about these before, (laughs) but it's good because it brings it back up and it can go in depth a little bit more. Right. I mean, I added some of, I added museums that we've talked about before just because, hey, if someone's coming to this episode looking specifically for art and science, right? We're art and science. Yeah. If they're looking specifically (laughs) for the art and science museums on this episode, even though we've talked about them before, we want you to, you know, remember that they're here and this is what you're looking for. So start us off. Okay. So, um, I think I I hate saying this because it's like, you can't really say a favorite when you're talking about museums, but I really think that Dolly Museum is my favorite museum. It is absolutely one of my favorites. It is I mean, it couldn't be more unique when, I mean, Dolly, let's just say, let's just admit Dolly was a weirdo. But I mean, when you look at the whole grand scheme of the entry to everything that's inside, it's just such a cool place. And the, and it's an all, it's a, it's an, 
Im- immersive experience. I couldn't think of the word. Agreed. And even the architecture of this to these glass domes that jet out of the building. And I mean, they do. They have an outside garden mm-hmm. that is a lot of fun. I mean, yeah, I love the Dolly. How we have this in Florida, let alone, I mean, St. Pete is in great artistic area. It's a perfect place for it. But how the fact that we have Salvador Dolly here in Florida is incredible. So it's definitely high, high on our list to check out if you haven't checked it out before. Dolly was a weird, weird man. Oh, but his, I mean, but that makes up for such great discussions as you're going through this too. And I recommend getting, doing one of the curated guides. I was just going to say, I did the audio tour. I've also done the guided tour. The, the audio tour goes through your phone um, or not through your phone. They hand you a the device. Headsets, yeah. yeah. I don't know why I said phone. Um, and then and then you just listen. So the, the good thing about that is if you want to stay at a particular um, painting or picture for any length of time, it's better that way. That way you can sort of take your time and stay where you want to stay without having to follow the tour. The, but the curators are also extremely knowledgeable, gives you the opportunity to ask questions. Um, there have been times where, you know, I you can go through, listen to the tour and then go back. You know, you don't have to just leave. Um there's so many things to, you can stare at his pictures for a long time and still not get everything out of it that was intended because it, they're just that, it's like layer upon layer upon layer of, whoa, I didn't even see that until I stepped back or. Oh, literally some of them, you have to step back you have to, to, step see back to see an entirely different photo or look at it through your, you know, through a, a mirror looking backwards and it's a completely different picture. How there big is, is that one that's down, you know, where it's down like the ramp and it's like, it's gotta be like two 20 stories. feet high. Yeah, yeah I two, would say two stories high. Yeah. And, and, and it's got, there's two or two of them down there, right. That are tall like that. And I could just stare at those forever and just never see all the stuff that's in there. No. I know they have events that go on there just like most museums do, but you should definitely check them out look at their events and, and see what's going on. If you're going to St. Petersburg, you have to go to the Dolly Museum. And go even if you've been before because there is the permanent collection but there's always various exhibits that are only on for, you know, several months at a time. So for example, currently you could go see Picasso and the Allure of the South. I think this is it's exclusive to the Dali right now. It explores the influence of Southern Europe on Picasso's revolutionary work. So you're going to see not just Dali. You're going to see other things like Picasso. I've been there when they did a Disney and Dali exhibit that I still think about. And, uh, you know, that was years ago. But this is you can go and see something new every time you go. Mm hmm. Now, next we have Ringling, which we have talked a Ringling. ton about Ringling. Oh gosh, I know that's I one of this. your favorite places. It is, yeah. <laughs> okay. So is it going to be that this is one of our favorites throughout this episode? I mean, everybody's got their favorites. Ours just happens to be everything in this episode. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of why we do this, right? Yeah, this is true. Ringling is several different um, museums in one. You do have their Museum of Art, which has extraordinary collections of art, um, I mean, just from every era, it's just, I mean, this is what your, I don't want to say a typical art museum looks like, but it is, you know, paintings, sculptures, classic sculptures that, you know, are out in the courtyard. But this, in this collection was initially 
curated by John Ringling as a legacy to the citizens of Florida. It, of course, has been added to ever since. But just even going into the building, I mean, we're talking mansions here, Mm -hmm. that this looks like a huge compound surrounding these beautiful sculpture gardens. There's also the Ka Design, which is the Ringling home. So you can see this luxurious, ornate, um, a roaring 20s uh, Venetian Gothic style home that they lived in. Mm-hmm. And again, it's just, I mean, you know, frescoes on the ceiling and luxurious tapestries and ornate furniture throughout their home. It's just, it's their, it was their dream home, quite literally. Now, My favorite part, though. Oh, go ahead. You have no, no. You can finish that because it's more about that part. Okay. I'm- My favorite part, though, was the circus museum. I mean, if you want to talk about art, this is this is a different kind of art, right? These were performing arts, but there was still art in the advertisement and creation of the the big top tents and things that they did to promote these the circuses coming to town and it's we talked about this on our circus episode goodness how long ago was that christina that was oh, a while last ago summer, right? <laughs> yeah last it summer. was so we did we did go into depth on you know the circus history in sarasota that was episode 18 on all of the circus history just surrounding Sarasota. But if you are going to the Ringling for the art, you've got to stay for the circus history. So something I thought was, and this is, this is at most, you can find stuff like this at most museums. They just happen to have a particularly large one. Education stuff at, at the museums is always great, but this place has a whole teaching resource center. They have, um, it's in the visitor's pavilion of the Ringling. It's full of resources for your field trip. They give you a little tote bag, complimentary tote bag, and it's filled with um, clipboards, drawing paper, pencils, teacher guides, student workbooks, oh, viewfinders. Paper. Yeah, like they give you a whole to, to take along on, on a field trip. Um, they have lesson resources uh, for collaboration in art, poetry of painting, art edits, classicism in the courtyard, uh, science and circus, the Cadizan oh, architecture. I love that. If I ran the circus, which by the way, I have that book. <laughs> a circus celebration and Bayfront Garden. So there's a lot to their education area with a whole teaching resource center. And I thought that's, you know, I always head toward the <laughs> toward that stuff. And so I, I particularly gravitated toward that when I thought that's really neat. So. I think that's really an excellent point to, you know, to just point out is that you can go to these art museums with kids. I think think a lot of people think oh the kids will be bored we don't you know we can't we can't just go look at paintings but if you provide them with the right tools and education ahead of time they can have a lot of fun in these art museums and the museums themselves know how to keep the kids engaged so definitely check out their websites they have family programs Every museum I've visited on their website has an education tab. And a lot of times they have like scavenger hunts where it gives the kids something to search for and it makes it more exciting for them too. And they remember that too. Later on when they're studying art or art history, like my son is studying art history in school right now. He remembers some of these things. He's like, oh, yeah, we talked about this back on, you know, back when I was a kid. Or we talked about this when we visited this museum. So they do remember it just helps them appreciate it more later in life. Right. 
So we're going to move on to um, the Wynwood Walls. It's in Miami. And so, okay, the, the Wynwood Walls, it, it's exactly what it sounds like. They're walls. <laughs> They're painted walls. Um, they have... They're murals. Yeah. Well, I mean, painted walls. They're walls. Yeah, that's the definition of a mural, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the Wynwood Walls became a major art statement when the person who, um, his name is Tony, um, he <laughs> made a commitment to graffiti and street art. Um, all throughout Miami. So now I know that Miami's well known for their murals, right? I mean, in Wynwood, for sure, you definitely have people who make trips just to walk the walls uh, throughout the Wynwood area. Amy talked about this a little bit on her Little right, Havana yeah. episode on episode 57, uh, because it wasn't that far from Little Havana. Yeah. Um, so this, of course, it's all graffiti on the walls, but they also have Wynwood door artists. Ooh. Yeah, same same concept, decorating the Lord's. It's right by the Winwood Walls. That's a thing, too, where people go and look for artistic doors. In mm-hmm. I mean, and generally, that's something you see people looking for in Europe. Yeah. How great is that, that that's right there in Winwood? So um, he, Tony, his name's Tony Goldman, he turned a piece of land that was formerly a dump into a park with boulders and beautiful trees, and um, that's where on the blank... On the blank back walls of the section of the land, he installed uh, metal roll-down gates to break up the 100-foot total width, thereby bringing more canvases to the mural project. So it's like sort of he just kept expanding to make it bigger. What a nice little backstory. I didn't know that, that it was, you know taking this a dump like you said the and, beautification and project right yeah. yeah that's fantastic mm-hmm. yeah so it's it's a big thing and and i think that their their whole goal is to like instead of making you know i, I know graffiti in cities has been a problem for many years right. many years so it gives them a way to say hey do the graffiti but make it pretty and make it so everyone can enjoy it so neat little story neat little place and miami and well-known Hey, Christina, have you ever heard of Viator? I absolutely have heard of Viator. Did you know that you can use Viator to book places and tours in Florida? Yeah, there's some fantastic places that you can find on Viator. I have even booked that trolley tour that you took in St. Augustine. I was able to book that through Viator. And what I love is that if we had to change our plans, they have free cancellation. I know, 24 hours cancellation and you get a full refund, right? That's a 100% refund, isn't it? It is. And so you can find all kinds of things from trolley tours to snorkeling to even some airboat tours throughout the state of Florida. So so like a, an experience as opposed to just, oh, look up a, a, a rental to stay in or lodging. It's actual like total experience. Absolutely. And Viator has so many tours to choose from. They really are your all-in-one site for attractions and things to do in our Sunshine State. And there, I wanted to say too, they they're, they they work like a search platform. So you could just be like, hey, I'm I want things to do in in Miami and it pops up with everything, right? Absolutely. So I put some of our favorite tours on our website. So to get started, if you want to go to floridatravelpod.com slash Viator, you can get started booking some of our favorite Florida attractions. And Viator is spelled V-I-A-T-O-R. So imagine museum. 
Let's see. I'm opening it up. Oh, (laughs) yes. It's in St. Pete. You Mm -hmm. did list that here. So if you're in, you know, if you're there for Dolly, you can also go to the Imagine Museum. I hate bringing back like to the same cities all the time, but it just turns out that St. Petersburg is very artistic. I agree. And and so we did talk about Dolly and and it was like the weird art and painting, but this is glass. Have you ever seen like glass art, glass blowing, any sort of? I have, yes. And this is... I mean, I'm I'm scrolling. Oh my goodness! Right? This is, yeah. This yeah. isn't just like this isn't just like little you know tiny pieces. These are actually art like glass sculptures, um, contemporary glass art from around the world. Um, and this is not the Chihuly. No, which is also known for its glass. Which but we, we talked this, about that before too. We, again, also St. Pete. Um, but the this is. I mean, this is incredible, the the variety that it's not just, you know, blown vases or, you know, stained glass windows, as you might expect. There are sculptures. Yes. And I mean, like I, it I, looks like it looks like a person standing there with no body, but their clothes are just hanging there and it's made of glass. I mean, yeah. the the And scenery and and unique contemporary art. Um, and it's um, it's a very large area, too. That is, yeah, that's really neat. What a great find. 500 glass art masterpieces. Um, they're all lit up, which I thought was really neat. I mean, that neat just makes the glass even more spectacular. It just makes it pretty, yeah. It's all dramatically lit. Um, 34,000 square foot gallery space. Um, and then our, there, there's 1,500 piece preeminent collection of from internationally recognized artists too. So it's not just, they're not just here. It's from all over the world. Um, so neat, neat place and kind of unique in, in what it's offering. It's not just paintings or sculptures, it's glass made of glass. So I know that there's some glass blowing involved. Next on your list is a place that we've been to together Mm -hmm. in Jacksonville. It's the Cummer Art Museum. Mm -hmm. Um, What I remember about this place, though, was their gardens. Gardens, right. I was going to say, that's the one thing I do like. I mean, we did the art stuff, too, inside, but outside the gardens. Right. And they had another thing, too, that the kids were able to take um, kits around with them and draw and sketch. And And they did, too. They sat there for for a while in some of those places to, to do the sketching. Which I thought was extraordinary. But, yeah, this is another you know great small little museum that if you're in the Jacksonville area it's worth checking out they do have art exhibits but I yeah I think just strolling their gardens and they they do have classes too it says children's classes that's right Mm -hmm. yeah so look into the place itself and see what you can take advantage of while you're there Um, their museum itself was really neat I did like the art and there was so much to like observe and take your time doing so you know if you're looking for a morning activity something to do you can eat there it's a nice place it's enjoyable. <laughs> right. These, this next one you have on the list is another glass gallery, mm-hmm. right? This is... Duncan McClellan. And where is this located? So Duncan McClellan... Hold on. I got to pull that one up because I had been... Oh, it's in St. Petersburg. That's oh, right. Oh, I, it's, I know. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry to everybody to keep sending you back to St. Petersburg. I'm telling you, if you want to go I to mean, an art, just go there and you're going to find a lot of it. But don't be sorry. Hey, Saint, we've been to Saint, Miami. We've been to Jacksonville, St. Petersburg Saint a couple Pete times. loves the, that you're sending people their way. So... Right, right. So this has a lot of different um, display names associated with with their art. Um, so they're... And that's see they're now exhibiting this is um 
uh, like the other museums, they have people come, not people, but museum artists come through the museum to stay as an exhibit and they're doing Pietro and Ricardo Ferro. Okay. I'm probably I mean, I like saying the, that I wrong. Pietro, Pietro. Um, they are from Italy um, and their work is a culmination of generations of technical expertise and creative excellence. I like it when technical and art combine. Yes. It's sort of a, a little immersion thing, but if you look at it, it's, it's super like uh, eclectic. Is that the word for that? That's a good word for that. Absolutely. Yeah. So they have, that's what's on their um, exhibit for right now. Uh, so check in when you're, when you're going to see what's going on. They always have exhibitions coming through um, and they are associated with a school, um, the DMG. So Duncan, that's the name Duncan. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and so they have um, a school project provides educational opportunities to artists and communities while contributing to the development of glass and creative mediums on both St. Petersburg and the international glass community. So it's sort of a, a community outreach program, but it's a school project. So it, it's reaching out in the community for schools and, and, giving more of this glass art out into the world. The next one you have on your list, Christina, is one that I've had on my list to visit for a long time. It's the Murakami Museum in Japanese Gardens. Yes. This is extraordinary. I mean, first of all, I again, a Japanese garden is something to behold. It's very, very zen, mm -hmm. right? It's very curated and maintained and just beautiful and calming I, and just so going here for the gardens but I didn't realize that they had a museum yes. attached with it the museum um is the Yamato Kan I think that's how it's it's modeled after um, Japanese villas um, oh. and it features a ring of exhibition rooms that surround an open-air courtyard so it's sort of a you know like when you picture a, a Japanese like the courtyard, you see all the little rooms off of the courtyard, yes. and, with, and that's in the middle. So, and they have a traditional tea house too mm. in their collections. Yeah. So, this is a great place to look at Japanese art and artifacts, and you know, just very different aspects of rich and diverse culture. So, there's obviously more to you know Japanese art than what we might assume and their gardens are 16 acres wow yeah that surrounds the whole i don't think i realized it was that big yeah. and this is they are located in the miami area correct uh i believe so boca raton yeah okay. i knew it was south florida i just wasn't <laughs> sure of the city um yeah it's a really really big place and full of culture and history and of course education and I mean, this has been around since 1977. Mm -hmm. And the main building, I think, was built in 1993. Let's see. The museum. Okay. Um, I just saw that, too. Christina, I think we're going to have to skip ahead and start talking some of our science museums. I know you have more art museums on here, <laughs> but we're never going to get through this episode if we don't start talking about the science I, museum. I noticed too. you were picking up the pace a little. <laughs> a little bit. Let's, let's roll it off. <laughs> I mean, now the science centers, there's there's a lot to say, but probably not as much as there is to say about the art museum. So science centers, Orlando science centers are our hub right. here in Orlando for us. But uh, Orlando Science Center is uh, multi-floors. There's four floors. One of them is a complete dome theater. They have a, um, what's that thing called on the top? 
where you look out the sky with the a big planetarium. Telescope. Yeah, that. <laughs> so we got to go we one night. The sky. We um, <laughs> the skylight, Christina. No, <laughs> we. They have a dome there with a giant telescope, and we got to go one time, and they let Madison look through the telescope because we were there on a night where they that was what they were focusing on. You know, and since we had membership there, we got to go, and she got to look through the it's this humongous telescope. It was really super cool. I think what I like about all of these science museums is that they are really focused on education. Absolutely. And, and then and then they have special things like um, exhibits that come through for a length of time. Like we've done the chocolate one. Ooh. We've done the... Um, what we was did the toy one years yeah, ago they had where a, they had all of the, you know, like the history of toys. Yeah, yeah. And they have special events too, like Science Night Live. They have adult nights there too, which we have, um, we've done before. And there's, those are extra. They don't necessarily come... But when we have an app on our phone, so it tells us they have the the big movie, the the Cynodome movies, and you can you know keep track of their shows. Like they have the the science shows where some you know someone comes up and demonstrates things on the stage. And those movies are are extraordinary. In those yeah, those Cynodomes, they are those dome style theaters. I mean, just going to one of the science centers to see those movies that you're not going to see in a traditional theater and are not going to be as great on your small screen at home. Right, are worth the are worth the trip as well and a lot of the science centers have that yeah um the marine science center in Ponce inlet is the next one i love marine science centers i love a lot of them will have touch tanks and things like that but this one's really cool um they have you know of course activities and programs exhibits they have a rehabilitation hospital there um, I mean, of course, it, they've got all the displays and, and things like that for you to see. They have um, medical facilities, uh, educational programs, but marine marine science is always, you know, it, it's one thing to go and do the hands-on science, but it's another to go to like, you know, see all these strange, look at the picture. That's I know. All the <laughs> I mean, we live in a peninsula state. We are surrounded by water. So you're going to find marine science in a lot of different towns too. I think this is a, another great find. Yeah. They have um, a reef, like artificial reef there, which they've put together. So you can sort of like experience what a reef would look like if you were underneath. And they have an artificial coral reef program. Um, they have a Estuary, estuarine. I know we've talked about estuaries before. Okay. I had to give you a homeschool lesson on estuaries. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> um, and so they have a restoration program to um, to work with the estuaries. Um, they have Volusia County's Atlantic Coastline offers valuable habitats for a variety of whale species, and throughout the Marine Science Center. You will find um, rib bones, jaw bones, vertebrae, and giant skulls from sperm whales, humpback whales. It's really cool. It's like such a vast array of things that you can see and do. And, of course, a touch pool. I think, I think what's great about those marine science um, centers, and in this one, you know, this one inclu included, is that they do focus on conservation efforts, and they do focus on teaching you how to be a better environmentalist in protecting our waters. I could talk forever, so I'm going to stop because I'm... <laughs> no, no, no. Keep going. We got to talk about... We can talk about a few more of these. Just I want dinosaur you to talk... Dinosaur World. I'm sorry. I'm going to make sure you don't make me skip that one. Okay. <laughs> dinosaur World is in... It's off of I-4. 
or sort of in between Lakeland and Tampa. It's not really it's like perfect. Yeah, it, there's in not between like, the two. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's not nothing really, else there. There's no real like, hey, it's in this city. It's literally if you're driving down I four and you're going, be, you pass Lakeland and you're like driving along, you'll see dinosaurs sticking their heads out onto I four. <laughs> That's dinosaur world. That's how you know you you hit it. How is this a science museum, Christina? They have fossil digs and all kinds of information about dinosaur. Every dinosaur kid. No, needs to go to Dinosaur World. Okay, like, yeah, it, absolutely. I, I, you're you're right on that, too, and I missed that opportunity. I never went there when my kids were small. And now... Okay, well, Dinosaur World was like, it was a hole-in-the-ground place back when our kids were really little, um, but now they've done a lot more with it, and they've done a lot more, um, they made it more of an activity thing. They have the dino activities where you can do the, the little fossil digs. They have a museum there. You can do field trips and it's a little more involved, a little more um, developed now. So it's kind of an attraction and a museum. I have to tell you too, I did read that this place is autism friendly. Oh, nice. Yes. So they, they have special accommodations. Um, University of South Florida created an autism friendly initiative using the Dinosaur World Museum. So nice. I want to touch base on two more, and then I think we could probably wrap it up, but Mosey and Mosh. Mosey is basically a sister center to Orlando Science Center. So you're going to experience very similar things there, although I will say they have this really cool, you can ride a bike across a tightrope there. They are located, that's the Museum of Science and Industry in Tampa. the Tampa area. Mm-hmm. And then Mosh is the Museum of Science and History in the Jacksonville area. And again, yeah, tons and tons of hands-on things. I really like, though, that right now on their websites, they're promoting their camps. They're promoting their summer activities for your kids. These are great places to check out when the kids are out of school. I'm so sorry I had so many museums. <laughs> and you wanted to do one more. You wanted to do more. Uh, you wanted to do more museums. We're in just this doing, episode. We're doing another episode with the rest of the museums that Christina wanted to do. <laughs> so, Christina, real quick, where do you need to go? Um, I need to go to Dinosaur World. I need to go to Ringling. And I'm, I'll never not put Dolly on my list. Agreed. I think I'm right there with all of those. I want to go. I want to go check out the art at Ringling because I only checked out the circus side because there, there was... Uh, it's too much to do. It's too much, exactly. <laughs> like our episode. <laughs> right. I want to go to the Murakami in um, in, Delray, in Delray Beach, too. I want to go to the Japanese gardens. And, um, I mean, I'll I'll go to Dinosaur World with you. Oh, we'll, do, a, we'll do Fossil World. Digs we'll together. Do we'll leave the okay. kids at home. <laughs> and now it's time for our featured Florida product of the week. And each week we share our favorite Florida products from small businesses throughout the state. And this week's featured product is Manifest Distilling. I really liked this because they are, they're located in Jacksonville and Manifest was founded on the principle that a great vision can only be achieved through unity. So individual talents and abilities are integral to our success, but the sum is always greater than the individual parts. What kind of things do they distill? Spirits, it the, says? Yes. Oh, gin. Yeah, it's distilling. So it is, um, you know, you're you're talking... What what do what do we? I'm gonna dis- say whiskey, bourbon, gin. Right, yeah. exactly. Um, I think all of those. Nice. Um, I mean, they have um, non-GMO potato vodka, Florida citrus Ew. vodka. <laughs> vodka awesome. is potatoes, girl. I mean, <laughs> it is. Yes, <laughs> I did not know that. Uh, I don't 
said ew like you were ew. like this tastes is gross. like potatoes <laughs> no vodka is made from potatoes okay i don't want to know how that process works and i probably could have gone the rest of my life and never known that um gin and then rye whiskey also are some of their their things you can check them out at manifestdistilling.com christina where can we find us Florida Travel Pod can be found on Facebook and Instagram at Florida Travel Pod. Please follow us on there. Let us know if we have not put something on this list, which I challenge oh you to find something I haven't put on Rain this list. Christina in because she needs a whole nother episode. <laughs> and let us know if there's something that you saw in any of these places that you thought was really cool and you want to let us know about it. And you can also reach out to us on email at hello at Florida Travel Pod.com. You can support the Florida Travel pod by following us and leaving us a review on your favorite podcast player. This really does help others discover our content. And if you enjoy our content, consider supporting us on Patreon. You can choose to donate monthly or even a one-time donation. Go to patreon.com slash Florida Travel Pod. And when you donate, our supporters will get shout outs, postcards, stickers, more depending on your level of support. And we may even have some surprises along the way. Your support really does help us give you the best content from the Sunshine State. Next week, we're still talking museums. More museums. Christina had a lot <laughs> to talk about. So next week, we're focused on history and military museums. But that's it for this week. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. Stay sunny, everyone. Thank you.